0: For most men, there comes a point he has to man up and lose some weight. Most fall over the first hurdle, trying some extreme diet or fitness regime that's simply too hard or unrealistic to keep up. That's why Manshake was created, the simple and effective way to lose weight. So join us at themanshake.com.au and get started today.
1: It's Tuesday the 25th of July, welcome to Afternoon Sport, Dan McHugh here, I'm joined by Shane Lee, how you doing mate? I'm doing well Dan, interesting experience on the weekend, my middle daughter
0: Abigail, Abby, she, um, she's 12, she's, she's always been very sporty, she's a good runner, um, she's into her, her netball and particularly basketball, um, but she decided she wants to play tackle rugby. So she played her first game, it's a bit nerve wracking as a dad to see your your, your beautiful daughter go out there. Yeah. But she loved it, mate, and she smashed them. She was in there tackling. She scored two tries in her first game. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. No, nah, she's she's really into it, and um, yeah. One of one of the other little girls uh, hurt her neck as well, which is always a bit even more confronting as a, as a parent watching on. But um, not nah, she came off and said to me, nah, dad, I really love it. I want to. Can't wait to play next week." So
1: that's up to her, right? Okay. Have you had the, uh, like, full flash-forward thoughts of her, like, playing Origin and then uh, Chelsea Lenarduzzi just (laughs) smashes her? Well, yeah, you start to think about that when when they come against
0: uh, someone who's a bit bigger, and a bit stronger. And, um, yeah, but uh, anyway, so she's only one game in, mate, so I'll I'll take each game as it goes, but... uh yeah, she loved it, mate. She even was trying to tackle me in the house last night. <laughs> get,
1: get away, get away from me. I'm old. There's a lot to celebrate, and but but with all the uh, CTE scare stuff, there's also a little bit to be scared yes. about. So anyway, that's, that's right. great. Well, um, also, what's great is com- what's coming up on today's show. We've got some women's World Cup talk, so other soccer stuff, swimming, AFL, NRL, and more. Someone you love
0: could die of a sudden cardiac arrest at any age, any fitness, at any time. More than 80% happen at home, and chances of survival decrease by 10% every minute. And sadly, in Australia, around 50 people die from cardiac arrest a day while waiting for the ambulance to arrive. But now, you can increase your chances of survival with CellAid, the world's first mini personal defibrillator. It's simple to use, and as small as a block of chocolate. Every home should have a cell-aid. It's really a lifesaver. Buy your cell-aid at cellaid.io. That's C-E-L-L-A-E-D dot I-O.
1: The Women's World Cup is underway and the big guns were out on the field yesterday, Shano. There were some massive scores as well.
0: Yeah, there was, mate. So day five of the Women's World Cup. um, A couple of big matches, well, big, big wins too. Uh, Brazil took on the might of Panama, Um, And thanks to uh, Amy Borgester, they won 4-0. She scored a hat-trick. Italy, a little bit of an upset, I think, defeated Argentina 1-0. And then the Germans took on Morocco and absolutely smashed the Moroccans 6-0. So a couple of big uh, goal differentials in two um, two of the three games there.
1: Have you seen this uh, little player for Argentina and they're calling her little Messi. No, but um,
0: I've I've read about her. I didn't actually see that match live. Um, Have you seen it, Dan? She looks like she's pretty talented by what what I'm reading about.
1: Yeah, amazing, amazing. And that's why I think there's uh, people who are expecting more from Argentina. Yes. Mm. Um, Someone else people were expecting more from Sam Kerr. She may not play for the whole tournament. People are sort of... I mean, it's all rumour, rumbles around that she's torn her calf and and may not be seen playing for the Matildas in the Women's World Cup this year. She looks pretty down, I I
0: must admit. So she's definitely out for this next game, game two at Suncorp against Nigeria um, this week. Um, And they're now saying potentially for the third um, uh, initial round games, um, she might miss the clash against Canada, which is on next Monday in Melbourne. Oh, fingers crossed that it's, it's only a minor minor strain, but it, this comes down to one of the girls in the team saying that she completely tore it, uh, and the team's saying, no, no, that, that was just, she didn't use the correct term there, she's, it's a minor strain, if it's a minor strain, she's a good chance of coming back, but it, if it's a fallout tear,
1: yeah, she might be in a bit of trouble, Sam. She might be in trouble, but I don't think the Matildas will be in trouble because I know Tony Gustafsson has spent a lot of time mm. making sure the team goes a bit deeper than it has previously. So let's hope he's done his job and uh, and, and they can handle the, the pressure without it. Yeah, fingers crossed, I think. But uh, we all know Sam
0: Kerr is a world-class player and she's done it for Chelsea for a number of years now and she scores this big, those big goals in the big matches. And if we get, say, through to a game against an Italian team or the Germans or the Brazilians or the Argentinians down the track and it's nil-nil and uh, we've got a corner, it's a good chance Sam Kerr will knock one in with a head. So, um, yeah, we want her out there on the paddock, mate, if we can.
1: So we were talking earlier about your young one starting to play rugby. You should probably get her into soccer. Uh, Have you seen (laughs) this? Kylian Mbappe, who's not extended his contract with parents St. Germain uh, and the Saudi Arabian club Al-Hilal, have put uh, or submitted a world record bid of 295 million euros which is 485 million Oz dollars uh, to purchase him yeah big number isn't it and that's um that's uh, that that
0: i think it's around 490 million dan um australian it's um it's uh much larger than the previous record set by neymar uh, at 350 million australian so you know it's not 140 140 million more than that it's, Big big numbers to go and to go to another club, mate. You'd have to, you'd have to do that, wouldn't you, for that sort of money?
1: Oh, absolutely. And I think uh, I think in that contract somewhere, there's something like they're willing to pay him two hundred million euros Up front. Yeah. So I mean, even if you went for a couple of seasons, you'd, there's no way you couldn't do it. Yeah. But I think the the talk is that he actually wants to go to Real Madrid. Well, you think too, like uh, as a soccer player, and
0: and he's got a lot of money anyway, um, and you want to. You can always probably potentially go to those Saudi Arabian clubs later in your life, but when you can still potentially play for the biggest clubs in the world, maybe you're mad not to. But once again, it depends what your motivator is. It's a
1: lot of money they're throwing around in all sports. Where's it coming from? Seriously. I know. From the ground, (laughs) Dan. Up came a bubbling pool. Speaking of pools, what a nice segue, Shane. The World Aquatic Championships are being held in Japan. Um, and it's the second most important swimming meet uh, behind the Olympics, happens every two years. Kaylee McEwen was disqualified in the women's 200 metre individual medley on Sunday night.
0: Oh, shattering for her. She's, um, she's a, a triple gold medalist um, and she's 22 years of age. Um, apparently she says she committed a, a stroke violation in the transition from backstroke to breaststroke. And I heard Ian Thorpe talking about this, that they've slightly changed the rule. Um, So when she goes in that transition, she spent too much time on her stomach. um, And he believes that what she did under the new rules, she should have been disqualified. Ian thought being quite harsh there. But uh, she got out of the pool. The Aussies actually um, went to try and see if they could get that overturned, and it wasn't. So, yeah, very, very disappointing for her. This is
1: bringing back memories of the under nine regional swimming carnival for me, Shane, and I got disqualified in the the breaststroke. And they they were saying that my... uh, legs weren't moving exactly at the same time but it was nonsense because their kid was in the race
0: right i thought i got it, ripped i thought you might have been grabbing the girl next year in the lane next year
1: <laughs> well Different i was swimming in the boys i was swimming in the, in the boys comp but yeah all right just for the story yeah, that's right. what happened that's right uh, we'll be talking <laughs> afl and nrl straight after this for most men there comes a
0: point he has to man up and lose some weight most fall over the first hurdle, trying some extreme diet or fitness regime that's simply too hard or unrealistic to keep up. That's why Manshake was created. Packed with protein and low in sugar, it's sure to keep you full throughout the day, not to mention it's only $2.49 a meal. Over half a million Aussie guys have lost weight the Manshake way. So join us at themanshake.com.au and get
1: started today. Uh, having a look at the AFL, Shano, uh, we're getting to the critical end of the season mm. and there's a whole bunch of, you know, people love to put out all of these speculative reports and give yeah. grade cards and whatever. Uh, and if you to believe the hype around movement of teams on the ladder, mm. the, the momentum, the spirit of the game, people are saying your team, the Swans yep. and my team, Carlton can both make the top eight by the time we get to the finals? They can. I've decided today because instead of going through all
0: the teams and giving them a report, I've, I've chosen four teams because these are the four teams I, I spoke quite a bit about at the start of the, the year. Mm, okay. um, so I'll start with the Crows. Um, and I thought the Crows would be a significant mover. Now, now the mark I'm going to give the Crows so far is, is, is a B this year. Look, they've been... They, they, lost, they lost by four points to Melbourne who are a premiership contender. Um, but... The reason they didn't get an A is the Crows, is that they seem to get themselves into winning positions, but they just can't get the job done in front of goals. They're very, very inaccurate there. Um, if they can yep. improve that next year, um, that they, they could go from where they are now and sort of mid-table right up. Um, yeah, they've got, they got potential there. Other team, Brisbane, who I tipped as the premiership favourites for this year, I'm giving them a B-plus so far. Um, they defeated Geelong uh, last year's premiers. Um, but once again, their efficiency rate was down less than 60%. Um, they're not very, very great in front of goals either and their accuracy kicks is a little bit poor, hence why they're not getting an A. Um, Carlton, for me, is the one, whilst I will give them an A against West Coast, everyone gets an A against West Coast this year because they're terrible. Um, <laughs> it, it was due to Charlie Curnow's 10 goals. Um, but saying that, Carlton, it was a poor game for them in relation to injuries. Sam Walsh is out with a hamstring, Jack Silvani out with a hammy and Jesse Motlop has done his calf. So even though they've got an A and they won against West Coast, they've got three key players out now, which is going to be Really, really tough for them to turn the season around now. And then the team that just going from strength to strength was the big solid A-plus to me is Collingwood. They beat Puy Adelaide second on the table. They have superstars all over the field. It was James Elliott that stood up on this particular game. He got three goals and kicked the winning one. So Collingwood, the Pies are marching on, and I can't see them being beaten this year.
1: I I can't either. I was just about to say, if you look at the ladder, Collingwood is sitting right up the top. They're on 64 points. 16 wins, only two losses. Yeah. But if we look at, say, uh, Geelong, who you mentioned yep. just before, they're on 38 points drawn with Carlton mm. and Richmond. Yep. Nine wins, eight losses. It's a huge difference between those teams. Huge difference. And look, the only thing that's going to beat
0: Collingwood this year is the pressure of the grand final. Or, or, or the semi, if they, if they falter in that. But um, it's just their own expectations now. But if they continue and stay, keep everyone on the paddock, I can't see anyone getting close to them.
1: Yeah, I can't see the Swans making it into the town. No, no, I do either, mate. No, that's, <laughs> what, that's why I go for the pies now. Oh, all right, you're a Collingwood man. Right, they've, always wow. been, they've, they've always been my second team. Wow. You Maybe. know what they say about Collingwood supporters, Shane? What's that? They're dickheads. Wow. <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, they say you you see more more teeth in a front row of a, of a um, of a
1: Keith Urban concert, but uh, <laughs> just all right. Let's have a look at the NRL, uh, <laughs> the grand finals for the NRL and NRLW are going to be played in Sydney this year, but there's no locked-in schedule moving forward. Peter Volandis is waving it around like whoever's going to yeah. bring the bucks gets the grand final. Do you have any thoughts on it? Well, it, it, it's smart
0: from by Volandis. He's gone to the the, the Labor government here and, and Chris Mins and, and just sort of said – and Mins is very pragmatic. He said, we, look, we, we can commit to this year, but we can't commit a long-term deal. Um, so Volandis is happy to do that, and he's happy to go and shop it around every year between – you know, um, New South Wales and Queensland, and then if they Melbourne want to throw their hat in the ring, which they probably won't, um, uh, he'll take their money as well. But uh, he's keeping it open, keeping it fresh, and um, and but the good news is both games will be played in Sydney this year. Men so you know
1: when you know when we were in uh, Monaco earlier yep. in the year, and mm-hmm. they were Sports are discussing you know watching games and grand finals virtually. You know you sit at home, yep. but you put on your helmet or goggles or whatever, yep. and it feels like you're at the game. Do you reckon would NRL be keeping up with that?
0: Probably not Do you yet, maybe. But that's that, that's the way everything's going with virtual, mate. So it's uh, everyone. It's, look, th- those who have never experienced, um, and you know, I, I say you have got to go to a major sporting event at some stage in your life, um, mm. an AFL Grand Final or a Super Bowl, um, or you know the NRL Grand Final. It's it's more than the game. It's uh it's just to be there and and the, oh, it's an the, amazing atmosphere. Yeah, you can that, feel oh, the energy of can. everyone else. The, hey? the, the roar of the crowd. It goes through your body. Um, as the players run out, it's, it's a special feeling. It's even more special when you're actually out in the field playing. But uh, as, a, as a supporter, it's something you have to do.
1: Did you see our mate Liam Knight? Uh, has gone to the Bulldogs from south? Yeah, it's it's um it's an interesting move. He, he goes straight away, so he
0: he could play as soon as this weekend. Apparently, um he's just wasn't given the opportunity at South um, and they reckon there's an opportunity for him to play there at the Bulldogs, so good on him, wish him all the luck. Liam has a fantastic podcast with Toby Rudolph, caught stuck in the middle. Um, he's a funny lad, um, but he's been injured a lot, so he needs to now start, before he goes into the media, like my good self, he needs to uh, make the most of his sporting ability on the field. Yeah, good luck, Liam.
1: Yep. That's it for Afternoon Sport today. Make sure you hit follow or subscribe wherever you listen. A big thank you to our sponsors.
0: Our fantastic sponsors, Cell AED, the world's smallest defibrillator. And we'll be back tomorrow with your daily dose of sport. You beauty. We'll see you then, guys. Take care. Hi, it's David Poir here, host of the Employability Podcast. We have
1: a new season of episodes for you to listen to. So if you're someone starting out in your professional career and looking for a way to get ahead in the corporate world, tune in on the pod. We talk to a bunch
0: of people from diverse backgrounds who have navigated their way to successful careers here in Australia. Find the
1: Employability Podcast on any podcast app and click to follow.